want to be Jingle Man, you want to be Jamie. I had a better mic, nigga. I was dealing with feedback issues. I can't be submitting. I can't be submitting my vocals when I got the here I come. I'm over here and all my I previously. You know what I do. If you wanted to. You gonna watch the um oh. verses? You excited about the verses coming up? Which one is next? Um, bring that closer to you, play. I don't know what you think. Though. <laughs> it's gotta be in your face. Anyway, which one is next? Was it the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I'm. I'm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's all me. That's my job. <laughs> I'm an old man trapped in a. Somebody I was waiting for them soda. to bring the. You know. The you, got an out, you got an outfit plan for that? <laughs> Sweatpants and a t-shirt. I'm not mad at you. If if not in my birthday suit. Ooh. <laughs> that type of music you make babies to. No, nah, I make babies to sacrificial lamb music. Look, we, we know that you're on some whole other shit. You get it. You gotta <laughs> plow out to Kevin Gates. Want to commit crimes, have sex? It's so strange. This it's says, gonna be difficult to forget me. <laughs> I'm I still not over his word choice. He said, "Plow out." <laughs> what is wrong with you? Listen, man, you do not have. We we're not here to have sex. Okay. Okay. That's for Thursdays and Thursdays. I'm not making Friday, love today. Saturday night. We are fucked. I'm fucking. Yeah, I'm not making love today. Today I'm fucking. You want to make a love? We make a love on a Saturday night, maybe after a nice date or something. A dinner night. We just watched Netflix. We just had like sushi and shit. Everything was Something grand. light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something light. Like, something light. Because you don't want to put it on too heavy. Niggas be fucking around eating no, we heavy. Always, we eat, we eat and way it, too heavy. And then talk about some fuck. <laughs> we be having plans to fuck. And then we go have like. Are we recording this? Mad wings. <laughs> Are we not recording this? Mad wings apiece. We have mad wings apiece. I get way too many beers. Then you sit back. You finally realize that you're we sitting back. We did a back. giant I got Then I'm sitting, yeah, I'm on the way home. And I'm on the way home like, damn, I'm relaxed. I'm supposed to fuck somebody? <laughs> and my stomach is doing this? Yep. Nah, not the life. Not the life. But nah, definitely. Yeah, I'm here to fuck. But we can make love. We can Buck. make love on any day <laughs> that you, you here to make love for. If you say that you want to make love on that day, boom. I'll make it super sensual for you. What does making love mean to you? Yeah. So Explain it to the audience. Break it put down. The, bring the mic closer if you wouldn't mind, please. I'm sorry. I'm going to come closer just in case. So. Thank you. That's wonderful. Making love. I got this more sensual. Like, like I said. It's more... It's more taking your time. It's more being aware of what your partner likes and taking all that into consideration while you're doing it rather than just thrashing and, you know, trying to break her off. It's more so like, okay, let's do the fake-ass foreplay shit. We can do do all that. Him or her, because, you know, we all have our preferences. I wanted to throw that out there. Excuse me. Um, But, yeah, like, I'm, I'm here for taking my time and showing you that I pay attention to you and your responses. That's that's making love. Now, when I'm here to fuck, though, all that, shit goes out, all the that is out the window. I'm choking. Is Granted, it, that choking is probably going to be in the making love, too, but not, no, not this brand of choking. Is that a little dangerous, though? Is that, mm, that's what we got safety words for. Okay. You know? 
<laughs> I like Man. it. I like it. I like it. I like it. My safety word is mango habanero. <laughs> <laughs> they think we not into this shit, right? Mine's is mesquite barbecue, but don't tell nobody. Alright. But they no. think that we we don't play those games. I but... never thought of a creative one. It's just mm. oh, it'll come it was always just like day. get the fuck off me. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Uh, uh, nigga, no. no. <laughs> now you don't ask me twice. No, I said no twice. Now, hold on. Did you get yours? You got yours? Get the fuck up. Wow, we still having this discussion. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, I, I still have those conversations on a regular basis too. Like, what the fuck? Where are you going? Where? No, this isn't the end. You gotta. Where are you going? Hold, hold up. Cock back. Uh oh. Wait. What? Nothing. Keeps rocking. Oh, okay. Now, I know I'm not the only one that has that that same, like, you know, circumstance pop up where your significant other decides that that's it and they're, they're leaving, but you're still... Yeah, you're like, um, you know, the show's not over. Nah, your man's still at a, you know, at attention. He's here to do work. And he's just like, all right, well... <laughs> I came to let you know that uh, I've been thinking about you. You know, I... I realize I've been neglecting your needs. I might not have been putting you first, oh. but tonight, baby, on this evening, <laughs> let me tell you a little something about a nigga called me and the things I want to do to make sure I guarantee you get what you got coming to you. Hey, hey. I want to know the inspiration behind that voice. Um, it's one of the many me's. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be another podcast I was thinking about doing, just me and all my many me's. Just I told you. getting high and just letting shit fly. You could do it. I'll actually put it on my... Oh, look, there's my face. Listen. <laughs> you don't It's different when you see it on, the, on another thing other than your own. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It'd be mad weird, like, when I get in the car with somebody, and then, like, they'll have one of my songs on their phone, and then it comes on shuffle or some shit. I'm like, this is so awkward. <laughs> I think I... There was one time you came to the house when I lived in Woolkit, and I think I put on... Like a forget tomorrow song because it Some was because it, it, it just fit with like the dance playlist that I had yeah. on, and then you came in at that time, and I was like, "Oh, look at this!" Uh-huh. Oh, let me move this light so the people can hear. All right, that's uh, I'm catching on that you're doing this purposely every week. Doing what purposely? You just have this moment where you break off into each camera and you do a. <laughs> so I'm trying to grab that. You got to be on every camera. You know what I mean? Oh, of them. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make sure that stays like the consistent um, picture yep. for the cover. Do you guys always have it in your mind that there's a camera on you? Or no, do you just forget? I'm trying to forget. Because I'm not used to. The weed will help you forget. <laughs> yeah, no, because I'm not used to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not used to cameras while recording. What's today? At least date? not multiple. Three twenty-three. Jesus, it's the twenty-third yeah, of that's why he said I told him it was over. over. It's over. It's yeah. One more month until my birthday, and then I'm. Yeah. 
Yo, and nah, you say that. Up. I promise you, 30s is lit. You go and hit 30, and then that whole year after and during, you're going to be like, wow. Yeah, no. My 20s know. were trash. Like, being 20 is awful. Why, why didn't I tell yeah, you 30s? Yeah, it's soon? not <laughs> as cool as people, like, claim it to be. And then you get to 30, and you're like, yo. This shit is lit, yeah. bro. That was all training? <laughs> yeah, like, that, like that, was all, that was just training for, for, for fucking where God really wanted to be in life? Yeah, like, right. hold on. You know what it is? I think as a as a teen, I always modeled not modeled, but like I looked at like certain celebrities that got big at like nineteen, mm-hmm. and they kind of stayed with us through the years. So by the time they were thirty, they're like, "Oh, I can just do whatever I want. Yeah. I can retire. No, yeah. I'm over here like, but I still haven't found my calling yet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Got that plan? You know, gotta make sure I'm in. Oh, the Basque. Wait, oh, that? oh, that's a live. That's a, you watching the live? Yeah, man, I'm trying to keep up. This nigga thing. is so fucking good, man. Wait, he's got happening? us live, but then he's watching the live from the other his personal account. We go live from the uh, the podcast. That's the pod account, okay? Yeah, that's the pod account. And what's this? That's his account. He's watching the pods live. Got you to make sure shit is you know looking the way it should. Got you. It looks pretty. Clean. He don't partake in the poison unless it's coming yeah. from the garden of Eden. Oh, Let me know what you need, no. son. You don't even is do that. that. Your, is that Christian rock? Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> wow. Well, is it all rock Christian rock? They don't. Not always. Nah. For the majority, I feel like there's, these, a, there's a lot, lot of, of rock bands label themselves Christian rock bands. Well, I, I'm thinking lead. of like there's like another side of rock that's oh, no, very sure. yeah. Yeah. secular. Yes, yes. <laughs> they definitely exist. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Skillet used to come up with some bangers, nigga. I don't know what y'all talking about. Mm-mm. I never understood the name of Skillet. I'm sure there's a reason behind it. I never did the due diligence to Google that shit and figure it out. I could right now. I'm not gonna. Anyways. Shit, don't we have another guest? What up, Cat? She said, let me just come over here and fuck up these wires right quick. Nah, she's good with wires. She don't <laughs> oh, did you ever send that to me? Send what to you? The itinerary for today. Oh, uh, bro, I was in the mid. We were still figuring. I'm still writing it up. Hey, hey, it's all good. <laughs> I was just wandering back. I'll pull it up for you right here, big boy style. See, that's what we're doing. All right, cool. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another rendition of the Fix Your Crown podcast. Welcome back, y'all. I am your host, Duce Jones. Mm. To left of me... Two people today, but the first we have Avery Luke two one seven. Yes, it is I, Avery Luke two one seven or two seventeen, however you say it. Please just make sure that you said it. And to my left, I've got with me my good friend, uh, friend of the podcast, friend of the show, friend of my heart, and friend of these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You might have heard his voice on your Spotify. You might have seen him at your local comedy shop. Where did you have your live shows? Were they? What were those places? It was the CT Comedy Theater. It was okay, not comedy now. shop, comedy theater, or your local <laughs> comedy theater. Years ago, though, because it's been a minute. It's been but anyways, a while. we have with us our very good friend Frankie. And how do you go? How do you how do you go by? What do you go by on these streets? Yeah, Whatever you want to call me, but if this was my podcast, I'd be called Frankie Emancipation from the House of Emancipation. And there you have it. Frankie Emancipation from the House of Emancipation here on the Fictional Crown Podcast. Let's go. I'm just reminding him where to put it put the sound effect later. Got that? 
right. in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. But know. I appreciate you. As long as you know. You can take that out if you need to. But. No, 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 no. I, I say that you just put it over it. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? How we doing? How we doing? How we feeling? How you feeling? Let's check in. Let's check in. I want to know how my guys is living. We living, right? It's, it's Tuesday, the end of March. Right. <laughs> Yo, how did we get here so fast? It's the 23rd of March. I feel like, I dead ass feel like I just had Thanksgiving. It's all the simulation. Ooh, see. It's all the simulation. It's all the simulation. It's okay, here we go. Yeah, it's all the truth. Where are you Show. taking me? Where are you I, taking I, me? I, exactly what I just said. It's all the simulation. Is this all the Truman? And, is this the Truman Show? And at the end of it, uh-huh. your theory will be correct. What's that? What movie have you been referring to this whole quarantine? Oh, E1101, baby. It's not a game out here. Outbreak was a fucking precursor okay if you've never seen outbreak do yourself a favor go back and watch that fucking movie it will tell you exactly what's going on with this covid shit okay e1101 these niggas new they've been new what's up this is outbreak like meshed with black mirror meshed with hmm, uh bet the basement (laughs) (laughs) yeah i used to want to be on the basement so bad that was just like so bad bro I used to want to go in there and just tear shit up. That over 106 in part easily. Yeah, but not... not it depends either. on the day, because sometimes 106 had the freestyles, and those were fun. I, I'm sorry to say it, but... I would have never wanted to go against Jin, I'll tell you that. Blind Fury? Fury? That's what I meant. I said Jin. I remember. No, either one. <laughs> I'm not going against Jin either. Fuck that. Jin yeah. was a better freestyle artist than he was like a solo artist. This is true because that music he tried to come out with was not working. But did any of them come out with music that kind of stuck? Uh, I feel I feel like there had to be at least one person that Jin, made a career off of Freestyle tried? Friday. Let's he find did, out. Let's put it do. do you remember what was his name? I think I don't know if he was on 106, but the names coming to my head. I think his name's like Joel Ortiz. Oh yeah, he oh, was yeah. on. Um, was he on 106? Nah, he's from Joe Button's group. I, I don't mean to say that and disrespect anybody else. No, but this was back... You Slaughterhouse. Know. Okay, okay. Slaughterhouse. That's, and, that's where he's from. Yeah. I don't know why I thought he was a 106 in Park guy nah, in the beginning. Nah. He's. I think there's another one that may go by Ortiz or something of the sort, but nah, he's he's uh, ridiculous. His, his pen is stupid, <laughs> and he doesn't get enough accredited... He doesn't get as accredited as everybody else from Slaughterhouse. But I don't think he really looks for that credit either. So Arsenal's on. Really? Arsenal was up there. It does. He went off to have a really nice career in um, battle rap. Mm. He's known as Mr. Disrespectful. I've heard him say things about people's dead relatives that would have you really, really frustrated that you were in the same room with him. Listen, that's... Hollow the dog was on the and Park. Say what? Huh. There's a nigga that calls himself K9. I hate you. Um, Loaded Lux was on there. Wow. Some of the these names. Of, the gods of freestyle. Yeah, that man is a fucking anomaly. Yo, are you ready for the fucking um the fucking uh, the Loaded Lux versus uh, Daylight Battle? Oh, it's happening. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely ready. Hey, sir. Before we go any further, how are you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I kind of got off on it. <laughs> we don't find a tangent. I tend to deflect when I don't really want to speak about how I'm feeling inside. <laughs> it's just a habit, I guess. <laughs> but no, I'm cooling. Um, you know, I'm just trying to maintain, do what I got to do to get by every day. Um, 
tired. When am I not tired? Um, I feel like I've been dealing with uh, some like some of that COVID bog. You know that COVID fog you get when you just feel bogged down by the restrictions and everything? Yeah. I've been feeling like that a little bit lately. Like, just want to break out and feeling like I really can't stretch. You right, know what right. I mean? Really can't flap my fucking wings and fly out. <laughs> That's right. So, um, but other than that, I'm good. I really can't complain. I got a job. I got a vehicle. I got a beautiful, beautiful lady. I got a wonderful friendship. I got a wonderful family. You know what I'm saying? My life is good. Good. Can't complain too much, right? I could, but who wants to listen to a nigga complaining for an hour and a half or however long? Listen, if, if, if it's that kind of podcast. Well, if we gonna complain, let's talk about the <laughs> bitch next door that feel like she gotta smoke motherfucking Newports in her bathroom and let that shit pass through the motherfucking missile. I gotta smell that shit, and my lady gotta smell that shit at six in the motherfucking morning. Don't nobody wanna smell Newports at six in the morning unless you were smoking no disrespect to my cousin. No, I'm not trying to smell it first thing in the morning. <laughs> I gotta at least smoke something first, and then. Bro, this shit is ridiculous. I'd be like, my nigga, it's... You really busting down? It'd be like 3 in the morning sometimes. You smell it. Like, nigga, you busting down in the bathroom? Like, just... Me, you might be stressed. Like, nigga, <laughs> go open stressed. the... We all got the you same... You do got the same porch. Motherfucker. <laughs> you do all have the same porch. Every apartment got the same porch, nigga. Get your ass out there. Open the door. It's like they... You have to be busting down cigarette after cigarette. Or smoking directly in the vent trying to hide it. That's what I'm saying. They probably my... got kids or something. Yeah. You know. And if it's that, take your ass outside. Yeah, but you know, kids are nosy. You think they don't know you smoking in the bathroom? I don't. I don't know what the, what the dynamics are in the house. I'm just throwing shit. Parents out there. always think they hiding something. Listen, for sure. <laughs> when was the first time you found your parents' sex toys? Go. I never, never, uh, never found sex toys, but I did find my stepfather's like. Porn cards? Because the 90s, I guess, were weird. You mean like... It was like a deck of cards that had different... Yes. Yes. It was a deck of cards that had different positions and women getting plowed on it. It was ridiculous. (laughs) You could... I I guess they were like collector's editions. I don't know. Google that because I don't know what era that starts in. Is that Holographic titties. It was ridiculous, bro. Holographic titties. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying what, what I came across, bro. I never, I never thought that was a thing. We had, we had the I DVDs, never thought it was we had <laughs> Hollywood Confidential, Triple X Porn Stars trading cards. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, look at that. It's on Amazon. <laughs> that is, yeah. Wow. That, yeah. Wow. So what does it say? 91? 91. That was, yeah, it was 85 born. cards. Somebody hung right. on to those for a good 10 plus years. And I just oh, I'm gonna get my comeback off these. I promise you that. <laughs> Somebody gonna appreciate well, listen, nobody this. Nobody was paying. They weren't, they weren't paying for cable. On, they weren't paying for porn on their cable. Nah, bump uh, that. No. They had the they had the static channel that we, we all, all had the squiggly, the, exactly the squiggly that we all abused at one point yeah. in time. Hey. Hey, hey, Do niggas sleep. really like meet up at their local McDonald's and just be like, yo, did you see the latest fucking Sarah Buffoon? Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, her breasts look amazing. I got it holographic. I'm trying to tell you what you mean. Her vagina moves when you shake the card. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask somebody from back in the day about I just that. feel like you got to talk like that to really walk around with a fucking porno card in your fucking wallet, bro. Cause I'm like yeah. thinking of like what else would you do with it? Put it in your car. You know what I'm saying? But you like, see you know how niggas like you know how niggas drive with um like you know relatives of their dead you know pictures of their dead relatives on their dash. Not this always. Nigga, Sometimes it's like, like the little ones. Nah, know. this nigga right on his fucking dash. Shorty spread eagle. 
Mm. <laughs> Bush looking like Gavin Rossdale's drummer. Wow. Stop it. <laughs> All I'm man. All right. All I'm, I don't even I'm know how even to take that. I have no words. I have no segue. How, how do we? I mean, the nut. Okay, okay. Back to what I was gonna say originally. Boom. So like, we're we're horrible as a species. Men are fucking horrible, right? Because you're gonna piss off the not all men. It's all good. It's cool. Whatever. Because <laughs> like, bruh, you just said it. Like at one point in time, somebody thought it was cool to meet up at the mall. And like the, this, close these cards and thought that they were the shit Bro. for having like the first ebony card, <laughs> the first Latin. I'm cuddly fucking guy. Like my stepdad he didn't realize that I was watching it on the CBS. Bro. There's a whole What's box. That that? He's got it, guys. There's a whole box. There's a whole box, bro. Nothing but chocolate. Whole box. Honey buns. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen a brown clitoris? Exactly. I just had no idea what there's some pink inside. <laughs> you know what? Oh and it was really weird just looking at their shits at the end of the day. I'm not even going to front. But back to being disgusting as a man. Yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Like, it's, it's weird. Because that was like the norm at one point in time. Right. Well, this was before at. the internet. No internet. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, it was before you could access porn on your phone and Twitter porn and shit like that. Bro, I think about that all the time. Like, when niggas was horny back in the day, like, you just had to deal with it. Now, you, you had to read a magazine. Put your phone out anywhere and be like, is there a bathroom somewhere? I can go handle this problem. No problem. Put my AirPod in. Nobody got to hear Nobody got to know. Yeah. But me, like, what? You be in the bathroom like, then you hear a thump. And you like, wait, huh, wait a minute. Let me, huh. Put it <laughs> Pray the boner don't go away. And if it dies, uh, I might as well go back on the floor. Be in there. <laughs> be in there talking about some, hello? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Cold sit, Right. Five seconds. Okay. All right. I'm back in. Back to <laughs> getting this done. This is a turn I was not expecting this episode to take. But That's what you call sperm <laughs> maintenance. Here we are. Sperm <laughs> maintenance. Right. This is because if you right. do not use them, you will lose them. That's what your relatives tell you when you are a young man in the ghetto. That is what your friends tell you. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. So you better use it. <laughs> will you be uh, handing out the same sediments to your child? No, Jesus, no. That's just what niggas <laughs> told me. I remember I asked my one of my aunt's boyfriends, like the only father figure we had at the time. I was like, "What's masturbating? Like, I don't understand. Like, what what is going on?" So did why, you did you not are, did you not know what it was or the word? Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I didn't. I guess I don't know if you I didn't just didn't put know two what two. Yeah, I didn't put oh, two okay, and two. Okay. Yeah. And so he was like, "Oh, nigga, that's when you know what I'm saying you work that muscle. You know what I'm saying? That's when you work that muscle because you know your dick is a muscle, and if you work it." It's going to get strong. You see me, right? I work out. I'm strong. <laughs> Your dick is a muscle. You work it out, it's going to be big. Can I? Work that motherfucker out. And then he walked away. He did not. That yes! Was... No, I'm not. That's not a Dude. fucking skit. Okay, but, the... <laughs> but can, you recall, can you recall how old you were when you asked, asked him that question? I was probably like 11, 10. 
The first time I had questions about what was going on, I had to be like eight, eight, nine. And I just remember like being in a single mother household. One day we had gone out. I had seen something that I really liked. And I was just like, yo, for some reason, everything below my waist hurts. Like, (laughs) I don't. I don't get what's going on. Oh, man, the first time... <laughs> you know, I'll never forget the first time I got blue balls. I'll never forget it. It was the most discouraging. I was like, I'll never be able to walk again. But, <laughs> but wait, no. You skipped... The, no, bro. Not even the blue balls part. I'm talking about, like, first type boner. Where oh, I don't remember that. Like, nah, I bro. No. I remember the titties. I remember being in the... Because I, I was embarrassed. No, no, That no. I was sitting in the car with my mom. And I'm just like, no, yo. no, no. I know trauma, this is not I something. It up by now. Nah, this is not something that I can like express with her because she's not a boy. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. No, there's no way you gonna understand if I say AO um, situation at the moment. Yeah. Right. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was better, better like this, but <laughs> pretty much. Right? At five years, no, not eight years old. AO. Mm, I don't. I don't. It's not comprehending. But then I saw Bubble Boy. And they're trying to put shit together. And I was like, oh, okay. I pledge allegiance to the flag. (laughs) I pledge allegiance to that ass. If you come see me after class. This is how we know Avery was raised off of BET Uncut. I was going to say, because that that scene (laughs) that he just gave us right now was straight up baby boy. BET Uncut. It was was rough, It was rough. I remember the first time I went fishing. My uncle was like, you going fishing. We going to take you fishing. Get your hands dirty because you're too pretty. I don't like that shit. Cause I I don't like getting dirty. Like I don't like being dirty. I'm not a dirty nigga. So we go to Fulton Park to go fishing, and I had like a cold oh, at the time. The water was murky, and I was like, I don't know if I should be going anywhere. Like I have, I'm not, I don't really feel well. Like I'm sick. And then my mom was like, he got a little cold, but he'll be fine. He was like, oh, you got a cold, nigga? Immediately out of nowhere, seemingly he pulls out a um, blackberry brandy nip and goes, here, take this. Drink that, you'll be fine. And just, I take it, I'm dying. I feel the burn in my chest. He's like, Don't you feel good? You feel that burn? You're gonna get some hair in your chest now. Come on, let's go. Smack me on my head and then took me fishing. My child was rough, man. I mean, everybody's child was rough. It's all right, brother. Right, no, we all got our story. Sorry, brother. But, like, I mean, that's something that I feel like at some point needed to be unpacked. <laughs> Probably. Right. It's a lot. It I think it opened the door for other conversations regarding <laughs> you and your family. And it explains all the thug music. It just, it, it explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, DMX was played for a reason. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot being put in perspective. Yes. Right. right. That's all I it wasn't just all, like, that was all we had. It was like, listen, there's a reason. That, there's resonance all in here All I heard growing up was, we gonna run up in your shit. <laughs> Drop this little nigga off. Wait, huh? Speaking of niggas that used to running up in your shit, or maybe used to do that type of stuff, young boy, running from the police, fleeing from K-9s. I mean, he's got a lot of children. This man got seven, what, seven kids? Or is that I little Dirk that got seven kids? I think all these little, little's got the set, at least seven. 
I think it's more than that, but it could be. I'm just impressed you can keep up with it all because some of the there's so many of them and all the names. I only follow the ones I care about. So who's this? NBA. NBA young boy. NBA stands for uh, Never Broke Again. See on the read, Crystal. Crystal thought it was No Bitches Allowed. I know. Hearing her try to figure out what the NBA stood for, I fuck with it though. I love it. Yeah, no, yeah, because that would have. Can also I see what he looks like? Let me see. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, I've seen him before. Yep, yep. And he's a YouTube. Uh, he gets most of his Megastar. streaming from YouTube. YouTube, and Megastar. he utilizes everything through YouTube at, at that, which makes him, you know, pretty big on these streets. So, what do we know yeah. about the? the I don't situation? even know. All I know right now is that he was taken into federal custody after the LAPD attempted federal. to pull over a vehicle that he was in due to an outstanding federal warrant for his arrest. Okay. Once the car stopped, police say young boy got out and ran on foot. They had to track that nigga down with the KKK9. <laughs> and I do say KKK because we all know where those dogs originate. And we're just going to leave federal. that there. All right. Federale. What the fuck did he do? Let's see. Federal. Outstanding warrant. Federal. All right, I'm done. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that that was understood by it. While it's unclear, this is from XXL. I'm just going to read this little blurb just in case motherfuckers don't feel like looking shit up by themselves. I, I wouldn't either, so I understand. While it's unclear what uh, Young Boy's federal warrant is for, local New Orleans newspaper The Advocate reported last month that the rapper was under investigation by the feds stemming from his arrest in the hometown last year on multiple drug charges. The arrest took place at NBA's video shoot at an abandoned lot of September of 2020, which ended after police suddenly arrived following a call of weapons have been displayed on the set of the video. So, you know, it's probably niggas having guns that shouldn't have guns and it's looking like gang activity when you're not supposed to be around gang members because it's a violation of your prohibition, all sorts of shit. I'm not going to assume I don't live in the streets. I stay away from the streets. I used to be a thug only because the thugs took me in. They made me a thug. You know what I'm saying? That's what my, my family turned me into. But I'm really just a soft flower that just wants to fucking spread and reach for the sun at the end of the day. I just want to reach for the sun and soak up the vitamin D. Anyway. He's here for the music is what he's, <laughs> what he's telling you. He's here for the music is what he's telling you. But, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, this guy here is with the shits, apparently. How many kids does he have? And, uh, yeah, let's, I think that's a more of an uh, interesting conversation for me. So not enough to give a damn about them, clearly. I mean, that might be whatever, That might be, that might be, but at the same time, come on. I mean, first of all, he's 21. Let's, let's start there. I love how that's already a question on Google results. Father of seven. Okay. Father of seven. Even, he's 21 still, with seven yeah, children. Seven, with seven. Let me tell you uh, something right now. If anybody told me at 21, I was about to have a children. A children. Because one is already too many in my I mean, book. No, I, already, I put them in the plural. Listen, I mean, for every third state that he visited. At that point in my life. <laughs> for every third state, state he right visited now. in the year of 2000 and let's say like 11, right? He just conceived a child. Wow. I love how that equation. <laughs> Quick math for your ass. Yeah. The equation just came out so effortlessly for him. That ass, bro. That was, that was pretty impressive. That was impressive. Yeah, I'll try it. Oh, man. Genius. Anyway, it's so hard to keep up with them. I mean, I, you know, I pray for him. Pray for his family, especially that's seven kids. You know, without How possibly is, without the main, you know, breadwinner. The he's main he's income 21? 21. 21. Get it, get it together. I mean, you know, I mean, it's easier said than done, right? Twenty one, bro. Not, you, not having seven kids. You no, not that you, part. Not but that you part. do better when you know better. 
Exactly. I don't think he knows. You do better when you know better. Because you know what's crazy? I I see he reminds me of another person that we kind of watched go through something similar in the past, like, year or a couple years. Uh, Kodak Black. Mm. In a sense where when Kodak went in, Kodak was a young, rambunctious man. And Mm -hmm. he was out here acting up. Yeah. Granted, when he got out, he said a few things. Obviously, he's he's bound to. He felt a certain way about a few things. But I haven't heard any noise since of Kodak since he's been out. He's been making positive moves, been trying to work with everybody he possibly can. And I guarantee it's because somebody put him on game while he was in there. Like, Mm. it sucks that it has to come to that. Well, that was the only way anybody was going to reach anybody that's on that magnitude or in that mindset. Yeah. It usually takes an OG or for somebody to pull them in and, yo, you, you out here wilding. Bugging the fuck out. You need to sit your ass down. And if you don't, you'll end up like a Takashi. You feel me? But that's a whole other conversation. I mean, isn't he just roaming the streets freely right now? Not not freely. I would call, call it pretty free. I would call it pretty fucking free. Uh, yeah. He still's got. Um, he still has. He still got security. the colors in his hair. So I mean, he still got security. I'm saying. I'm surprised that nobody run up on him and try to. That's like, why, you know bro. Security. We yeah. we know. And at the same token, Court we just ordered. we just watched Meek Mill and what that happened. You feel me? Like, there's no there's no reason to give this guy any light because he's still out here doing his mess. Yeah. The more the more light that we give him, the more attention he has. And then, like, even this right here, I'm I'm fucking up by talking about the guy, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, y'all saying the nigga name? I ain't even you know, I'm man. Saying. Whatever. I'm just saying, if you make the wrong decisions, you end up like that guy, and then you back in the game doing that guy type of shit. Like, I mean, who supports you? There's, there's, it opens the door for all these conversations, but I think the big one is the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, for sure. So if you, what's it called, got all these people that are around you, and they're not reaching for the stars, or they're relying on you, and they're making you feel like you got to be on all the time to, you know keep us all together you got all this pressure on you you don't know what you're doing that's a lot so it's, it's a lot that's, that's a lot that's what i'm saying like i mean he's probably not even in a mindset where he can think about like let me be here for these kids because i got seven of them let me just get my shit together but no i got all these other people asking me to be you know nba young boy mm-hmm. what's his real name do you know his name not that it matters but like you know Kentrell, that's right. I did know that. Kentrell. <laughs> right, so he just needs someone to remind him of who Kentrell is. I actually like that name. Yeah, no, I, listen, man. Great artist. Great. Oh, here they go. Let's see. I'm not going to read off this nigga's kids' names. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I was like, is that a rapper? Okay, no shade. I'm just. Hold on. I didn't know what I was reading. I thought I was reading all Baby Mamas. I'm sorry. I really did. Listen, I, I saw the name. I was like, it sounds like a nice rapper name. Stop! Or a band. I'm just. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not trying to repeat it. <laughs> All right. Um, so do we want to do we want to tackle the heavy now, or do we want to save the heavy for later? What's the heavy? Well, are you? Um, I'm sure you're aware of the most recent mass shooting. You know. Six mass shootings. I mean, two mass shootings in six days. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the sense of normalcy that people unintentionally wanted to get back to, right? Because we're all dumb. You know, we're all tired of having the conversations, but at some point it's like, 
do are we do we just get desensitized? Do we just... I feel like it. Yeah, that's exactly where we're at. But we've been desensitized um, way before BLM, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like, I don't. Know. It's so weird. It's so weird. Do you guys remember what life was like before COVID? Mm-hmm. I do. It's a mass shooting every week. Mm-hmm. You remember that? <laughs> Thank God for COVID. <laughs> Something had to lock these murderous whites up and keep them in the house. Yeah. Let's see. Precisely. I mean, Dave Chappelle says a lot of things I agree with, and some I don't, but whatever. Like, I mean, well, when so you're right, you're right. Can I please? The man predicted the future, though. This shit is crazy, though. I mean. Again. <laughs> for me, it, it was heartbreaking, obviously. Um, I'm not so desensitized to it to where it doesn't still like make me take a second to say like damn like that could have been somebody I know that could have been me because you know what I'm saying none of these people were doing anything out of the ordinary when they were you know when their lives were taken none of these people were doing anything wrong that warranted having their lives being taken from them so you know when I when I see these things pop up it really just like it kind of it's fucked up because all right, let's get the elephant, you know, the elephant out the room. Nine times out of ten, these motherfuckers is white. Nine times out of ten, so like I can't help but have some of my emotion be tied to the inequalities that are wrapped up in my everyday life because I'm like another white guy just killed a bunch of people and is probably gonna be arrested, but not you know, really manhandled anyway. He's probably going to walk away alive. He might fuck around and get probation. Like it first I'm saddened because people lost their lives, but then immediately I'm angered because I know justice isn't going to be served. Hey, you know, what's even crazier about this incident and the, the recent one, the most recent one happened right around the corner from uh, the Tamar rice incident. Jesus Christ. And it's and the messed up part that's killing me is, and I hate to harp on old stuff, but I'm gonna keep harping until it changes. Uh, all these all these people that were murdered uh, by the police were unarmed civilians. That you know, I guess something just happened. There was a fallout, and then lives were taken but these people go in here and take lives mm-hmm. and then they're escorted out and that part just that part that part really irks me at the end of the day more than anything else because they're always escorted out they're always escorted out the kid at the church mm-hmm. escorted out <laughs> It's like almost on some like job well done, son. Now let me get you to where you're supposed to go next. And they even do that, right? Dude stopped at Burger King. If I remember I, correctly, nigga, like there's enough time for uh, photo ops. There's enough time for like I said, photo ops, and there's enough time for pretty headlines yeah. and narratives to be you know drawn out on social media, and therefore us having the same conversations that we've been having for 
and the mediators and the media cashes out mm-hmm. at the same time because right. everybody needs some type of outlet to go to to find out what's going on. Right. And if the first thing you see is something that paints this person as this, you know, mental health victim, which is obviously a separate conversation and it's an important one, They're but it does seem as Stop so. making excuses for white terrorism. Right. Stop making excuses for white terrorism. Stop making excuses for white terrorism! All the time. But they're never going to. It kind of sucks. It doesn't kind of suck. It extremely sucks. Because then you find out that uh, gangs are being targeted at the moment. They gonna have a nerd to tell me that this motherfucker is a sex addict and he shot and killed eight women because they were just too much of a temptation for him. So he had to eliminate. Are you fucking oh, no. kidding me? He didn't, just... he didn't get the happy ending. That was that was the other part. He didn't from any of these establishments. It's like, come on now. I just, I just feel like that part of the story is just like an insult to like everyone's intelligence at least anyone over the age of 17 yes it's an insult to our intelligence it's an insult to the victims it's an insult to the victims families this shit is insane right because to me there's like this deeper part of my mind where i'm just like the fact that we're even putting that out there as like a valid Mm -hmm. reason or excuse it's like who are you trying to target who are you trying to convince because anybody uh, like I said, above the age of like 15, depending on how you were raised, will recognize this for what it is. Mm-hmm. If you had this issue with sex addiction and whatever, you're going to go to these spas. Why not strip clubs? Why not people that, why not? There's other, there's all these other places and all these other things you could do to try to, you know, get your rocks off. If that was really right, your goal, right. if it was really your goal, you could have went and got your fucking dick sucked. You could have paid for somebody to do that if you really wanted that done. No, you wanted to go murder people because you're a racist fuck. Trump got niggas out here really thinking they run shit. I've never seen so many dorky niggas in my fucking life out here getting passes. The fuck happened to G checks? Huh? We're too busy trying to G-check each other. My nigga, yo. I de- you know what I said? I- D? Yeah. You know what I said to myself earlier? I, I was having a conversation with myself while I was dropping off with one of my one of my residents. I said, bro, I'm not getting into no more arguments with black people. I'm not sending any more negative attention or energy towards black people. I don't care if they're in the wrong. Last week, I had to go drop my guy off, right? His job coach is supposed to be there when we get there or they get there about 8 o'clock, right? This person shows up with the, the, the van and everything. Doesn't get out their van for like 15 minutes. So we in the car like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And somebody else is in front. They got to drop off their resident too. Like, what the fuck is going on? We go over. Shorty over there having a cigarette. Taking her sweet little time. <laughs> now, the frustrated person in me wanted to lash out. Right. I saw I was a black woman. I held my tongue. I said, I'm not going to do this today. I'm not going to do this today. Have any, have either of you seen LA 92? LA 92. It's a documentary on the, the riots. I haven't brought myself to watch it yet because I already know what it's going to make me feel. What's it on? It's on Netflix, I believe. It might be on Hulu. Um, I'll double check and find out what you know. But it covers the the riots in 92 um, after the Rodney King mm-hmm. shit. 
and hearing the testimony of the people and just like seeing the response to the injustice like to me i'm surprised niggas haven't done more damage in today's time with the things we've seen right. i'm surprised niggas really didn't burn down fucking um where was george Floyd? minnesota minneapolis it was either there or baltimore you know, whatever city that was like mm. I'm it's just I don't know I don't know how much more especially the youth the collective youth is going to be able to deal with seeing shit like this happen on a regular basis and not being able to really do much to express what they feel oh no I mean we we already saw it with last year the collective youth got together and made the stand Oh no, I'm saying I no, but no, no, to your point, I feel like what's coming next mm-hmm. is going to be nothing but backlash because everything keeps being ignored. These things keep happening, they like said, this instance. They said they had a. Did you see what the sheriff said? Go ahead. The sheriff tried to say, well, this man was clearly having a bad day. Okay, shit like that. We, we're clearly seeing what's going on with this instance. Right. And let's just keep it funky, man. These kids right now, they do not play. If they see something they don't like, they usually act on it. They've been doing that for the past That's like five facts. years. Yeah. Okay? That's, this is not going to be stood for. The Asian community's already come out and said plenty of things. And then, you know, there's a lot of people uh, that... There's a handful of people that feel... Uh, like, we're not on their side, or we don't support them, or we never have, or what have you. And there's other folks uh, from the Asian community that are making a stand and telling them about themselves, where it's like, no, this whole time, uh, you've been kind of desensitized, back to that word, and told to believe uh, that, you know, the blacks were never on your side, that they never had your back, but in reality... Somebody set a standard for you, and you've been chasing it this whole time, and you're never going to be one of them. But then when they backlash at you, you overlook it and act as if, you know, no, this gets a pass as well. No, it should never get a pass. Nobody should be killed for their race and anything in effect. Oh, oh, that part. (laughs) But it's truly, truly heartbreaking that... We we have to be here again in 2021, but until Jesus. it's truly addressed, when when do we expect change? Jesus, yeah. I, 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 are we gonna touch on that? Because if so, I feel like we can't attack the white man without attacking our own yeah. if necessary. Accountability. I'm not going to attack this man because I don't know the truth yet. Um, I want to preface this by saying that I, I support and always stand with any and all victims um, when the allegations like these are made. I would also like to preface this by saying we cannot ignore the murkiness in these waters. And I'm going to just leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. I pray that the truth comes to the light and whatever that truth may be, I pray that God you know, blesses the blesses everybody involved and gives them what they need to get through the situation. And that's what I got. Copy. It's not even. Yeah, we'll get on that. 
Um, the th- new Nintendo Switch. What? We just <laughs> got ours. The new model of the Nintendo Switch will reportedly be updated chipset for better graphics and is aiming for release this holiday, but may see a price increase to match. Let me tell you a little something. Let me tell you a little something. God damn it. I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. Huh. My shit plays just fucking fine. The new Nintendo Switch will reportedly use NVIDIA's DLSS to upscale on 4K TVs. That's pretty dope. And now that we're done talking about all the madness in the world, let's switch gears for a little bit, shall we? So, you have watched the new Justice League. Am I correct, D? Yes, I've taken a gander at it. Did you finish it? Uh, yes, I did. Why don't you uh, share some of your thoughts, man? Tell us what you think. I'm going to tell you what I told you on pre-pro. No, I'm playing. <laughs> um, they label in these respects are the all-time high. It was cool. I mean... I, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I enjoyed it. It was very, uh, it was everything that I was looking for in the first movie that they didn't deliver on and made me really question uh, DC and what they were going for because it feels like they really held back uh, Zack Snyder when you watch the film because it's like, damn, if this this would have came out the first time, be no, no. No complications, no complaints. I wouldn't pick on Aquaman so bad. Uh, I mean, I'm still picking on Aquaman. You'll pick on him too when you see the rest of the film. Um, but yeah, like, I'm, I, I like it. It definitely gave me everything I was looking for as the nerd that I am. So I'm only two hours in right now. So far. Sirens? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's not as bad. It's not as bad. It, it was really bad for a second. But Punch. So I got about two hours in. Um, so far, it looks like a series of DC commercials um, slapped together. Mm-hmm. But I don't hate it. I don't hate that. I don't hate the aesthetic of it. Um, I love that they're giving us a much, much needed and much better description of Cyborg's powers. Because I, for one, have had no fucking clue what his significance was. I thought he was just another guy that almost died. And so the fucking government, you know, put his body or, you know, or, you know, made a robot out of his body. And he's like, we brought you back, but, you know, you got to work for us type of deal like they do in so many different comic tropes. Right. But it's different in that, you know, it's just a different story. I'm not going to give it all away. If you want to fucking find out, go find out for yourself. But, um. <laughs> I just really appreciated that explanation because it's something that I've been craving for a long time. And to see a lot of what they did visually with that explanation really helped me to latch on to Cyborg as a character more and not just brush him to the side. Like I now find value in him mm-hmm. and I see the significance he plays on the team. And I think it's really dope. should have never disvalued Cyborg just because he's black. Justice. Nah, it's not because of that, bro. It's because of how shitty DC movies are, and they always just put him on the oh. side, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is Cyborg. He's half robot, half man. He can shoot never lasers." Seen any of the comic renditions of Cyborg, or like just, nah, or I've never seen any of the Young comics. Justice or anything like that. You never watched those shows? Young Justice? I don't. I think I tried it. That's the There's animated a, version of certain animation I don't like. Okay. So it might have been I, what's 
What's a good fucking... Well, not Teen Titans. I'm going to talk about no, Teen Titans. No, not Teen Titans. Teen Titans was... I'm oh. talking Young Justice. I'm, I, I don't know. I got to I gotta investigate. I'll investigate. Sorry, the nerd came out again. My bad, yo. <laughs> I know you didn't watch Justice League yet, right? But I know you did watch WandaVision. I did watch WandaVision. I am all caught up on WandaVision. Oh, I've seen it all. We're all caught I up on WandaVision. I fucking binged it that fucking day. On I, Tuesday last week. I watched it from the beginning of the day and was was right at the end of the last episode as it was about to be time for the podcast. So before yeah, we go into you. it, can I ask, so did you get like the spoilers on Twitter? No. No, you didn't? I didn't. Dan, Dan, oh, I tell like, you? did I? No, I, nothing was spoiled for me on Twitter. I didn't understand what I was looking at. Then mm. I tell you, though. Then I tell you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. <laughs> they don't want to listen to me. If you want some of this, you got to come over here because we can't get up and bring it over there right now. I'm just a young black king. You know, they don't know shit. But I knew that, Wanda, I knew that Wanda was about to go stupid from episode one when they first dropped it. I was... A, the well, first prominent. episode, though, D. Yo, no, no. see, all right, bro. Uh, can I just say yes. this real quick? D is the most critical thinker I've ever seen when it comes to watching film, watching TV, and dissecting every scene, everything in the scene. I've never seen a nigga do it better than him. I've never seen it. Okay, but uh, my one of my main critiques of WandaVision because I'm somebody that I don't know I don't know all the comic book history, oh, no, no, but no, I no. watch it and no. I enjoy it and I have my whatevers. But I will say. My critique of the show, because as somebody kind of like on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. I think the first episode and the second could have been a little consolidated. I'll match you. Just. I'll match you. Because I like the way the second episode ended. It left me wanting more. I'll match you. The first three episodes, okay? One, two, and three. They should have given us a little bit more light. Than they did because they left you hanging like, all right, bro, why the fuck are we in I Love Lucy time? First episode, for instance. Right. And that left everybody completely like, yo, all right, bro, I don't know what I'm invested in here. But I liked it. Yes, I did too. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was super confused, but I was like, okay. I'm here for all that. Right. And I liked that it was a digestible episode, though. Like, the first two episodes weren't long. Yes. They were both like 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So we also watched it. it. We also watched it the way that we did. We didn't wait a week for episode two. Oh, no. No, but see, that's, that's different. So my thing was. If these episodes were longer, and if it was like the I Love Lucy thing in the first episode, if that was like an hour long, I probably would have lost interest. Exactly. And that's why they gave you the quick one, two, uh, all right, boom. Yeah. We're going to hit y'all. We're in a completely new space. To yeah, y'all caught definitely... that. All right, bet. Wanda's tripping. Are y'all catching that at all? Because yeah, they yeah, like absolutely. made it real blatant in the very first episode. Like, bet. She doesn't even realize her powers are going on. She's just like, all right, bet. Let me let me hide this shit. Yep, yep, yep. She was doing that sneak bit. Nah, come on, bro. Don't do this. I, you got me hyped for this Listen, conversation. We talk about Agatha. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh no, we're gonna we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, let me tell you a little something about Agatha. <laughs> so, off rip, right? First, first three. You're absolutely right. Could have been consolidated. Would have been a lot more. I think it would have got a lot better response from the masses. Um, and from that point on, though, it, it just got real for no apparent reason. 
and I wanted more. I was fiending for more. Like the thirty minutes, what wasn't enough right. at that point. Right. And I'm like, all right, bro, I can't deal with this bitch. I know she's about to go ham. She's sitting here lying. My nigga Vision wants to like snap her, but he can't. <laughs> he wants to leave, but he couldn't do that. Who the fuck kids is these? Yeah, like, but then. Like Avery said, me being me, I, I was stressing myself out because I'm looking and trying to dissect everything. Knowing the comic books, I'm sitting in the back of my head like, yo, this could be any one of these villains. It could be Mephisto, who's a devil, but China would probably look at Disney OD, all that deep shit, right? Then it smacked me in the face. Oh, we're just setting up for the rest of this phase. Yeah. What? Oh, okay, okay. We, we're just setting up for this phase, and I don't think anybody's, like, really ready for what's going on. That's why I'm excited for Winter Soldier, but let's not jump ahead. Right, because that's still very hot and fresh. Yes. And I haven't yes. watched it yet. <laughs> the first episode's good. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, y'all take I love the witchcraft, the witchiness of everything. I'm, I really enjoy witchy shit. Mm-hmm. Um... Wiccans and all that type of jazz. So for me, it was just fun in that regard. Um, once we got to the part where Agatha was on the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Them, them old ladies thought they was going to kill her. And she said, no, I'm going to take your entire life for Salem, bro. <laughs> Salem. Bro. This, I, I'm not going to front, though. Ever since that woman played that role on Step Brothers, she will always hold a special mm-hmm. place in my heart, nigga. Yeah, she's and I couldn't help but like see her in that role while she was Agatha. Yeah, it's like well, I, I see you as Agatha, too. but I feel like mm-hmm. when you're not Agatha, you go home to that nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on some secret identity shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. she don't know or he don't know about what she really do. He yeah. just thinks she got a good office job with benefits. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm out here trying to possess Scarlet Witch. Nigga, what are you talking about? It's, it's, <laughs> it's sometimes hard when you have an actor who ha- or an actress that has such a range, mm-hmm. but you're so connected to one story or one movie because I know her from Bad Moms and I know she's been in other things but Bad Moms I really no. liked her character from there so it's I hard love to... her in everything I don't think I've seen her in anything I've seen her in things I didn't like I'm sure but I don't think I've not liked her in a single thing I've seen right no no she's super talented and she's the one that sings the Agatha all along yes. song I didn't know that until yeah. I watched an interview yep. yeah yeah so... But Twitter ruined that for me. Twitter, I guess because, she got the vocal lessons from since. Uh, yeah, two hundred dollars a week, and you still sound like shit. <laughs> but no, Twitter ruined it for me because I mean I didn't watch it until like the episode after we found out it was Agatha all along. Okay. So after that, I was like, okay, well I kind of know what's happening uh, to an extent, but I'm still curious because I'm like I don't know what this fucking world is that okay. she created. I don't know if Agatha <clears throat> created it. I didn't know what was happening until okay. later on. In See, the I saw the Agatha posts like with the wink and shit, but I didn't know what was going on. I just thought it was her character, which just had a dope wink scene. And then I was watching the whole fucking time, waiting for the wink scene. And I was like, the wink scene wasn't even that great. But I loved the, I loved the capture. Yeah. Can we can we touch on the fact that the one aesthetic that really pulled me into this show is the fact that Wanda's dealing with loss, Mm. and she's dealing with like complete utter loss. She oh. she not only lost her brother, she lost Vision twice, twice. before this world. Right. Yeah, she brought twice, him back bro. and then lost him again. Twice. Okay? All right. Well, bro, when I first started watching it, 
the first thing I thought of, just based off of like the couple conversations we'd had about it, I was like, oh, like even in the, um, the I Love Lucy land, in my head, I was kind of thinking, oh, she's in a different like dimension just on some trauma shit. Mm-hmm. Like that, our dead ass was like, yeah, this is some trauma shit. Like she, she's in a different place in her mind. I didn't think she had changed the world, but I was just like, she's in a different place in her mind because of the trauma. So she had to get out of the whatever reality she was in mm-hmm. because that shit was too hard to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she just put herself in a different dimension. I didn't know the bitch went and did all the shit she did because that's some power. Now I'm not gonna say that I initially thought that off rip. I know who. Scarlet Witch is. Mm. I know that Wanda Maximoff is Scarlet Witch. That yeah. coming into the show is Wanda Vision. Yeah, you feel me. Yeah. So those first three episodes, it finally came to like, okay, bet Wanda's definitely got control here. She's rewinding shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's making Vision forget he had whole conversations with her. Right. <laughs> Bro, can you explain to me who that black woman is? Monica Rambo. Thank yeah, you very like most. I know you uh, know her know. name in the comic is Spectrum. Spectrum? Yes. If, or, I think it's either Spectrum or Pulse. It's one of the two, which is funny. Pulse. Huh? Um, but in, in the comics, her mom is the general that helps uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, and that's what they kept referring to throughout the series whenever they would play the feet, uh, the audio back in her mind when she was coming, uh, from the, what, what do they call it? The snap? Uh, when she's coming back from the snap, uh, you can hear her talking to her mom in the background. She's also talking to Mick Fury in the background. Uh, she's also talking to Captain Marvel in the background. And Captain Marvel says and tells her, hey, oh, who knows, even one day you might even fly up there. All foreshadowing in Captain Marvel that Monica Rambeau is supposed to be this character that she's been in the comics all along. Uh, she has the power of light. She can bend light and energy. Uh, I think she has superhuman speed. I'm not too sure. Uh, but well, it all- says here on the wiki, Go she's got it. spectral vision, mm-hmm. motherfucking energy absorption, mm-hmm. and intangibility. So basically, as well as accelerated perception. <laughs> so basically, everything that uh, uh, what's the name T'Challa's suit could do, she could do like do her shit. And the cool thing about wow, that the. Is- and yeah. she could phase. So, yeah. like, when the nigga shot the bullets, she just let the shit phase through her. The yeah. more important part with her being in the series, it was the introduction of mutants. And that's something that nobody's been catching on to. So, is she a mutant because her DNA is altered? Is that why? Because it may have already been altered before she went in. Because of her mama? Yes. And her mama's exposure? Her mom was exposed to Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and a whole soul stone and all this other shit. They're trying to figure out a way to rewrite it in. That's why when Quicksilver came into play, everybody thought that, oh, snap, they took Fox's Quicksilver and they're going to reboot him into this series, which is obviously not the case. His name is Ralph Boner at yeah. the end of the series. It was just a play off of, uh, I forgot what show. Um, it's one of the old 90s sitcoms. But, um, yeah, like, to, to think that... They're finally trying to figure out a way, and they're going to do the House of M, which is another Wanda Maximoff series. Hopefully, this is what uh, 
Doctor Strange, his next movie, uh, mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness, will be about is Wanda going on to search for her kids because at the end of the series, yeah, she hears her kids as she's roaming through the book doing her Doctor Strange shit. That that was all Doctor Strange shit that she was doing. Right. Mm. I thought that looked familiar with the legs crossed and, and the bookie with the shit around. But mind you, she was walking around. Yeah. My man always had to be like somewhere um, idle and like still, so he could go into that meditation state. She's walking around her cabin, see, chilling. See, and this is why I keep him around because I would have never thought about that. That's the thing too, because like, like I said, I'm outside looking in, so I view this thing as like, uh, okay, I'm taking it as almost like face value or service value, level. Period, yeah, but, I, sure. but I understand that there's so much more yes. behind everything, even like the commercials that were in. Yes. Scene. At first, I was like, wait, I was like, wait <laughs> oh, to fill up a 30 no. minute Yo, show with bullshit, and then eventually, I was like, oh. Everything's They're all her connected. traumatic past. They're not lazy, you know? No, every commercial was her traumatic past. And it's like, yo, what? Disney did some shit with this one. Yeah. Now, and I think, and I'm just getting myself excited. I'm sorry if I overspoke. No, 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 Speak your truth, please. your podcast nerd out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it gets me excited for stuff like Loki. If WandaVision was on this, Loki is about to be something stupid. He's the god of mischief. Like, see, that's why I can't stand Loki, though, because, like, I I was just explaining to Shorty the other day. I hate on TV shows when they have, like, the few episodes, like, the fucking, um, the arc where somebody gets mind-controlled. Mm. Or somebody has a clone. Mm-hmm. And they're doing shit on behalf of this motherfucker okay. trying to blemish their name. I hate that type of Okay, thing. I get it. I hate it. It's I like, don't think... But, eventually, we're just going to get to the point where people realize there's a clone and all this shit with, is not going to fucking delivery? matter. So you're just wasting my time oh for an entire season. <laughs> with, the delivery, with the delivery of WandaVision and what we got from this, I don't think that you're going to get that outcome from no, any, I don't think I will from Logan. From any Disney or yeah. Marvel property at this point. Because, again, with this... And uh, Doctor Strange, this movie coming up, they're already setting it up where they showed you what she can do. Mm. You feel me? And in the comic book itself, she has the power to delete all fucking uh, mutants. It happens at one point. She says no more mutants, and that's the end of the series. That's the end of Marvel. All these niggas are gone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what what the theory is right now is that She's going to go into Doctor Strange's movie or whatever. Uh, she also has a part in uh, the new Spider-Man, too. Um, but somehow, some way, she's going to keep going through these alternate universes and combine shit together. And with that happening, when she makes the bubble or the arc or whatever we're calling it. I forgot what they called it in the show. Um, Westview. Yeah, when she makes Westview on a global fucking, you know, spin, uh, it's going to activate mutants. It's going to deliver us mutants, and X-Men will probably be the delivery of that. I could be wrong, but I think in the comic books, didn't she, do like, I said delete, but pretty much, didn't she, like, delete half yes. of the mutants? Yes, bro, that's why, I, yeah. He would know better. Yeah, just said I it. Think yep. she, is. She, she has a whole instant where I'm she gets upset. I'm reading her fucking powerless. Yes. I've never seen something so... Ridiculous, and she's a witch. I it's knew a you dissertation. Yeah. I've always been it's extremely interested in her character ever since I saw what was it? Um, is it Infinity War? Yep. Yeah, 
Because I thought she had a nice little moment in that movie, but I wanted more. Yeah, I do. I wanted more too because it was like it's cool. You got the little red flashy shit, but like I need. (laughs) But that's why we got this show. Right, right, right. But I think some people that probably saw that first, like me, figured that it was going to be action out the gate. It wasn't going to touch on like you know, kind of like mental, uh, mental health and grief. I mean, grievances and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Because it, 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 towards the end of it, you're like, oh, wow, all this shit is happening. It's deeper than just some action movie with powers yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Because she hasn't accepted yeah, what, the fact, what yeah. was going on. Yeah. And that, that part was like, yo, oh, somebody calling me? Oh. Somebody trying to call. That's not what we do at all. You should not, know it's you Tuesday. Know, you know it's Tuesday. You know that's not how we do. <laughs> Matter of fact. Jeez. Gosh. You already know what time it is. But yeah. That that shit was great. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for what's next. Can't wait. Anthony Mackie deserves everything that he's getting right now. Who's that? The director? Oh no, Anthony no, Mackie's the actor from uh, Falcon, the black dude. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to give him a shout out because my man. I don't know if y'all remember this. He's Papa Doc, bro. Listen, I'll never forget. <laughs> he's Papa Doc. Papa Doc. All right? And Papa, look where he's at now. He a Marvel superhero. You a never. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Papa. Shout out to Papa Doc, man. Shout out to Papa Marvel Doc. Superhero. One time for the one time, man. Shout out to Papa Doc. I just Doc, had to man. give it up to Anthony Mackie, man. I was really watching Falcon like, look at this man. I seen a meme that said, Anthony Mackie always looked like he knows something about Chief <laughs> <laughs> Is that picture where he's like, like the lips. Yeah. <laughs> his mouth always pursed up like yeah. that. Like, nigga, I know some shit about you. You don't want me to know. <laughs> Squidward. Ah, yeah. what is you Krabby Patties. Like, you like Krabby Patties, <laughs> don't you, Squidward? <laughs> they do that face all day, every day. <laughs> Listen, I mean, Twitter, like... Always brings up SpongeBob, but like I always say that SpongeBob references are almost always funny yeah. when used right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Do you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> oh, I'm feeling it, sir. It is creeping in. The THC. Okay, that was a good topic, man. I like it. That, yeah, that was great. That's great. I'm sorry for just talking like that. Oh no, 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 no. Let's. We needed it. someone because I wasn't gonna give you what you gave us. I'm so. Well, so, really Frankie, let's, down, <clears throat> right. <laughs> let's let's switch gears real quick. We can come back to comics later if we so choose. Alrighty. Um, let's switch gears real quick. I want to ask you a couple questions because you recently put out a nifty little uh, memoir pod, if you will. Yes. Talk about pod, nigga. No, but... <laughs> um, let me see. I enjoyed my listen very much. By the way, thank you, thank you. I was I was graced by the presence of your voice. <laughs> it was a really nice listen. As I do <clears throat> So, to be Frankie with you, I'm gonna read the about section. Oh man, let's get it. <laughs> Okay, it's about a Puerto Rican man. Should I put on an accent or would that be racist? (laughs) A memoir-esque podcast written and performed by Frankie Rivera. An open invitation into the colors and complexions of a 29-year-old gay Puerto Rican man. 
Unfiltered and unapologetic, he creates a space for his younger self to speak without fear of dismissal, while also making room to share the lessons he's learned along the way. Well, let's fucking go. I like that shit. You know what I'm thank saying? We're all waiting. Which little white expect... girl do you have type that up? You know, I wrote that. I You're a liar. I love that shit. <laughs> You're a liar. I'm you not know. a liar. <laughs> you went back you to went your old high school. You went down and laid some pipe somewhere. <laughs> all right? Went over down to the junior college. They no. woke up and were like, hmm. Frankie. That brunette's been at that <laughs> laptop for eight hours. I bet she knows how to type something up. No. Listen, what do you see when you see me? <laughs> Five sentences. <laughs> no, I, I wrote that, and I didn't expect anyone to ever read that. But you know, unless it was like somebody that didn't know me. But you know, come on, I read everything. I used to read. <clears throat> I used to read the bios on Tinder, nigga. I want to know about you. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about this. Come on up. Okay, so this is my version of a mini memoir, something okay. that I may or may not add to in like the next couple of years. Okay. Just because I feel like so many times, you know, we hear stories about people within the, you know, community, LGBTQ, IA+, whatever you want to, you know, call it. Um, we hear certain narratives and we see certain things on TV, but we don't always get to see like the nuances and mm-hmm. some stories may be super extreme to some and some may be, you know, it's all a spectrum or whatever. But I felt like because of 2020 and all the bullshit that we were kind of going through, I found myself at a place where I was like, just like super reflective. And I was like really thinking of certain things that stayed with me through my twenties that just, I never addressed or I never talked about, never got any closure on. And so this was my version of basically talking about shit that I feel like played a part in my decision making and, you know, letting people into my life. And I just wanted to put it out there before I turned 30. So this is 29 year old Frankie just setting it all out, you know, having, this is like his form of therapy that he could afford. That's powerful, man. It's a journal that's not a journal. Yeah, I mean, you know, we could talk about it, but some people were upset that I didn't just write a journal. They were upset that I put this out on like a public. my dick from the left side. If I want to put it in the I'm going to do such a thing. Hoopty. But it is what it is. So, yeah, and it's out. It's a four part series. Like I said, I may add more to it, maybe in like four or five years from now. But for now, this was my, basically my life. Summed up into four little parts, about two and a half hours, I think, all together. Yeah. So. <laughs> Somebody call it. He tried. So, I called you very brave. Nah, fuck all that brave shit. Nah, that's what's up, bro. I'm really happy to hear that you're doing it before your 30s and getting that out there. Uh, to be able to play back to yourself later on and shit, you feel me? Oh my god, what is with people today? <laughs> uh, Alright, let's try this again. Nah, that's really cool that you're putting yourself out there like that and uh, choosing to address and count yourself accountable with everything that you've gone through in this manner. Like, that's fucking dope, like... Something I feel like more people should probably take advantage of if they're not going to go to therapy or do something of that magnitude. Right. Like, talk to yourself. Talk it out. Like, let yourself know what it is. But at the same time, why not allow it uh, to be something um, aspirational? Right? Aspirational? 
inspirational. Inspirational. Aspect. I'm not going to word check you on that. Uh, it's all pretty words. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be tough being that honest, though. Uh, I'll say the toughest thing about it was just really figuring out what I wanted to just write in the beginning. Like before anyone heard anything, before anyone, before I recorded it, was just like, all right, where am I going to go with this story? What do I want to get out? Because I'm basically, you know, putting my my story out there, but I also got to make it somewhat like, you know, digestible for someone who doesn't know me, yeah. right? Because I mean, this uh, this uh, to be frank with you is my fourth podcast. Or whatever people may know me from. What about your friends? Um, Boys love Mariah and House of Hughes, but those were just, you know, that was just like a part of Frankie that I didn't know was there until I started doing that stuff. But this is something that for for anyone that's you know known me, whether it's family or friends or whatever, there's at least one or two stories in there that they never knew. So, and I feel like those some of those things were important for people to understand. Like this is who Frankie is, or this is what Frankie has been you know kind of dealing with or chose not to deal with for the longest time so that's to me was the hardest part we're just figuring out like what are these things you know just getting into that mode of like you know what's really been bothering you what's been certain things that you just never got a chance to say your piece on that you felt like may have had a, a somewhat of an effect on you i feel like we we do a, a bit a fair bit of that <clears throat> on the pot here you know when we get into certain topics especially um topics that you know, um, revolve around like upbringing and shit like that. Right. I know I've had, you know, a few instances where I've discussed maybe how, you know, my relationship or lack of a relationship with my mother's affects certain aspects of my life. But even with that, like it's hard to, for me anyways, I'll say it's difficult to really let yourself just like be fully honest because I know I'm worried about how I would make other people feel, even though it shouldn't be, you know, I shouldn't have restrictions on expressing myself to a degree, right? Right, right. I shouldn't have restrictions on speaking my truth, I'll say. Um, but maybe I'll get there. Maybe I'll get to that point. I feel like I've also done a fair amount of uh, sharing my truth in the music. So, yeah, and I don't feel I, like there's I too think... much left to tell you, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I agree. I think whether you're an artist or whatever, like, everyone finds their ways to deal with things or to cope and, you know... Like I did it with with Box Guy at at that time I was going through a situation with somebody that you know yep. and um, just didn't know how to have a proper conversation without it feeling like people were just like dismissing it or just you know they couldn't understand so we couldn't necessarily meet in the middle or whatever so I was like all right well I'm just gonna try to get creative and try to just put this into a story and just take it from there mm-hmm. you know and with this you know Box Guy was just one specific story but with to be frankie with you is just like my whole story just kind of wrapped up i mean granted there are things that obviously i didn't write or didn't put in the thing but i chose the stories that i felt like really defined some of my perspectives and experiences from the ages of you know six to 29 basically what built your character i like it (laughs) i like it a lot i think that again more more of us should uh, follow your footsteps. That's, that's a good way of attempting to cope with things. Well, it's, it's 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 a hard thing because some of these people and some of the stories that I tell are of relationships that are just kind of dead and gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not to say that in the future we could ever we can't ever come together and have just be like cordial or just be able to share space together. Right. But this is more of a reflection of like 
where I am with it now. No, and I don't good. see anything, I don't see anybody changing or anything, any of that changing, at least until other people decide to do the work that I've done, you know? Yep. I feel like, back to the artists, say, uh, like, artists do the same thing through lyrics, per se, because it's like, yo, I'm going to tell my side of the story right here. Right. Granted, I may hurt a few people's feelings because they know that they're the specific character that I'm speaking of Mm -hmm. at the moment that made me feel this way or whatever have you, but no, I'm past it. Like, I just had to get this off my chest. Like, this is my closure. Right. Like, this is the way that I'm looking for it. I'm not coming to you trying to find acceptance through you or anything like that, but I did need to say it out loud for my own sanity sake or... You know, I'm here for all that. I love all that. Thank you, thank you. I love the name too. Thank you. Yeah, that was very clever. Thank you. And I'm somebody who's not really the greatest with titles because you know we're we're in an age of like everything has to have a pretty caption. At least not me personally, but like some of the models that I work with and friends that like I'll take pictures of them and they're like, oh yeah, I'm just trying. I'm I'm going to post your pictures, but I'm trying to think of good captions. And I'm like, people don't give a fuck about the captions. Just post the picture because you look pretty in it. That's it. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Listen, man, you know perfection is. In. in chasing perfection, man, that shit is real. You know what era we're in? It plagues, it plagues us all. It plagues me, man. I chase perfection. I know I shouldn't. I can't help it. And if they I look have... at myself in the mirror and I'm like, mm, nigga, you ain't shit. Listen, I'm a... and it's because of the dumbest shit. Like my beard don't connect, and I tell myself, nigga, if you if your beard connected, your life would be so much better. At least you're doing it with your beard and not text and. Uh, notifications from IG. You feel me? Like, people live off of that shit. People are, I'm not gonna post a picture yet because I don't have a caption. Yeah, Mind you, the oh, then, then they'll be like, oh, well, I have a caption, but now I don't have the hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> I have the hashtags, but I'm not really too sure of where to put them. Do you put them in the story too? Can even, you put- <laughs> even though. Instagram is a fucking shopping mall now, Come and on. the algorithms are all fucked up. All People fucked don't up. see my posts, and Bro. then eventually, like, I'm scrolling through, and it's like, oh, you're all caught up, you're done. And then I start seeing, like, you know, just ads or people that I should follow, but I don't. Yeah. yeah. This is bullshit. We're we gonna touch on that after this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got, <laughs> to drop on that Wait, I so can I ask a question? For sure. While we're still talking about, the like, deep shit or whatever, do you guys have, like, a specific moment? Now, I don't want to say favorite, because it was probably something bad. But, like, do you have a specific moment that, like, maybe resonated or that you felt like you could relate to? Because I'm asking this as a gay man talking to my straight friends. Wait, a specific moment? Within the memoir. Oh, within the memoir. Yeah. Okay. Um, that I could relate to. Not to say that this was, like, the goal or anything. No, but no, no. Because I'm being interviewed for the first time about it, I'd like to... You know, I mean, I definitely related um, to the fe- the feeling of like being the black sheep within the family, mm-hmm. not really feeling like you fit in with anybody you're related to. Just kind of looking around, like I'm related to y'all, motherfuckers. Right, like, right. not that you people are bad people, but like I just feel so alien. Yep, I just I'll feel so me. alien. Like I, I listening to that brought me back to middle school. Mm-hmm. It really did, which was. If anybody knows me, like, middle school was the worst three years of my life. Like, the worst up until RIP to homies. But, like, up up until that point and up until 2015, 
that those are the three worst years of my life. Like just, yeah. Ugh, and I knew ugh. of you during that time, but we never get, were in the same spaces. Yeah. Like we, I saw Avery on MySpace. Mm. That was it. My space was my understand. Good time. But yeah, like hearing hearing certain um, certain stories on your memoir definitely brought me back to that time, and. Hearing you talk about your relationship with your brother, mm-hmm. that was, I didn't relate to it just because, like, I don't really have a relationship with my brother. Like, my father has kids. I don't really know my father. I don't really know his kids like that. Like, yeah, yeah. But just, I guess what I related to about the story with your relationship with your brother was just that feeling of, like, this person is supposed to be, you can you can go to them for anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this person is supposed to have your back no matter what. This person is supposed to be your ride or die. And they're the complete opposite. Right. And, like, I can relate to that when I look at certain family members where I'm like, you are supposed to be my fucking rock and you are the complete opposite. Yeah. You made certain aspects of my life so difficult that still impact me today that I still have not figured out how to fucking... Work through and Pre- like, oh, mm. what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and beat a dead horse, but precisely the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what me and this guy have in common. I think that's probably one of the main things that drew me to the guy in middle school is when I found the guy. Mm. He had no clue of me until maybe like a talent show. And that's when we became like close friends and shit. Yeah, but yeah. like, Outcast from everybody, home life on some foo foo shit. My brother was only there for maybe a small majority of time, and then when some shit popped off, he wasn't there. Or I watched him uh, uh, put other people before me type shit. So screamed in my face. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not gonna say that you per se, put me in a space where I feel like I can or I should talk to these people now about certain things. Like, especially my family. It's just like, bro, this whole time y'all really had no idea I even was the black sheep. Y'all really just thought this is my regular function, but in reality, like, I helped you become who you are. You don't even realize that. Yeah, yeah. I helped you shape your character as much as you helped me shape mine. Yeah. And that shit gets overlooked. I'm just acting out. I'm just looking. I'm just looking for no. attention seeking <laughs> shit. Yeah. Attention seeking shit. That's what I always get that, it with. But everything that so on and so on are doing things that I do on a regular basis, and they got for me. Like I, I raise these people. But mm. no, cool, whatever. <laughs> I mean, just like Nicki Minaj don't get the press for all the stuff oh, she Lord. got right now. Sometimes you don't to. get. Sometimes you, you don't to. get the credit. Sometimes you don't I mean, get the credit for raising motherfuckers. Sometimes you don't get the credit for raising motherfuckers. Man, if y'all saw the Grammys. Listen, you know what they. I don't know what y'all about. niggas was doing Ooh. when "Beat Me Up" Scotty came out, but let me tell you this: Chun Li still slapped. What are you talking about, though? Chun Li still smacked. What are you talking about, Chun? Nigga, Chun Li. What you? Nigga, that song was terrible. What are you talking about, Chun Li? No. I actually really like that album. And because Chun Li is never a villain. So back Semantics to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh but like your entire song is based around you saying villain like Chun Li, but she was never a fucking villain. <laughs> no, if I'm wrong, listen, 
comic book fans, Street Fighter fans, if you got knowledge that I don't have, help me. Help me. I don't wanna I don't wanna stand in my falseness. If I can be corrected, correct me. D- but D- to my know. knowledge I honestly don't know about him. Mm. Chun a fucking hero. Okay. But anyways, Beat Me Up Scotty came out in two thousand nine. I was nineteen oh yeah. Two thousand nine. I had just moved back to Waterbury. Oh, that was a good time. That I had was... just moved back to Waterbury from Windsor. You were living in Windsor? I was living in Windsor after high school because what? I was going to school out in uh, Manchester. Oh, okay, okay. But then my grandma passed and I moved back home. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I was going to Naugatuck Valley and this mixtape had just dropped. And I was bumping this shit every day on my way to school. Nine was Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I think. Good it was either 2009 or 2010. Parsable. Um, I think Rihanna's Loud came out. That, yeah. yeah. That was... Uh, that's what I was listening to at the oh, time. Beat me up, Scotty. Well, Nicki Minaj was everywhere. She was on doing all the remixes. She was doing all that other shit. Such a fire album. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> I get crazy. Itty bitty piggy. Are you kidding me? Mm. She spazzed, nigga. She spazzed with fucking mind on my money with a legend. Buster Rhymes. Like, she had a legend on her mixtape. So... Are we going to talk about Nicki Minaj? Or nah, I just wanted to okay. give her flowers real quick because okay. I, I don't like the slander. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a fucking barber or anything like that, but I, I respect talent when talent needs to be respected. And like, you know what I'm saying? Just give her Yo, a fucking... Nicki elevated the game, bro. Let's not... Let's Bruh. Not, let's niggas not. wasn't... They weren't... <laughs> ladies weren't spitting like this back when Beat Me Up with Scotty dropped. I'm saying like... She, she made nah. it possible for everybody that's out right now to be out in the manner that they are. I mm-hmm. just feel like... They all look like her. They all act like her. They all talk like her. They all move in a Nicki Minaj manner. And that's no disrespect to any of them because most of them were definitely influenced by her. Right. They watched her growing up. There's no denying of the influence because you hear it in people like Doja Cat. And, you know, it's not to compare because I appreciate Doja Cat. Yeah, Yeah. but when you hear, you're like, oh, you hear the Nicki influence. But Doja's very still much her own person. She still has very much her own direction and whatever. She's dope. Right. But I. I feel like the people that wait what <laughs> I feel like the people that put you know you and Cardi and Nikki together or whoever it may be yeah. be like those are it's just like this antiquated idea that we have to put people to like if somebody's doing good it has to we have to compare it to the next best, to the next best thing or to the one that came before her my only thing with Nikki is Nikki doesn't my only reason I bring up this conversation is because Nikki doesn't have a Grammy. Nikki deserves a Grammy. That's at the end of the day. That's Nikki insane did all to this like, to I mean, watch other people do what she does in a in a manner that she does it. You feel me? Like it's just the weirdest thing that I she's mean, she'll it, probably get some recognition down the road, like years to come. Yeah. Listen, but if they didn't give Kendrick Lamar <laughs> Best yeah, rap You know album. what? Let me. You know what I'm saying? They're never going to get shit like Nicki Minaj right. That. I, I still no, remember I, that fucking travesty. Yeah, no. But I think we. I think. Overall, that was a fucking travesty. Oh, it was. It was. And there were text messages. There were screenshots being posted. I remember it. It was a thing. Fucking weird. But I feel like we're at a point now where we don't necessarily have to, take, like, not take the Grammy seriously, but, like, I feel like that's becoming less of a goal for certain people. Mm. You know, because that you can have a crazy influence, whether it's a cult following or number one singles and an impact. You can have all that without having a fucking Grammy. Yeah, absolutely right. 
That's why I don't I didn't understand. Like, you know, there's certain younger artists right now that are upset that they didn't get the Grammy. But it's like, man, you know, this is all a business. This is all promotion. And that's I, that's the, the one part the nomination? of I that's the one part of this industry. Whether you're in music, potting, whatever, you have to pay. Like promo, advertising, all that stuff. At the end of the day, is what gets you to places like that, like the Grammys. And even then, somebody paid them to be into that pool. Right? You feel me? They they nobody's like just voted in by the people. No, like the label pays. For your name to be a nominee. And then they put money behind your marketing and everything else before the Grammys to ensure that you'll win. Or have a a chance at winning. That's why you see people like Cardi constantly be pushed into the mainstream. Because she is Atlantic's or not Atlantic. Which one is it? QC is in Atlantic, right? They have their own thing. I forgot what it is. But she's on a whole nother, you know, whole nother playing field. She's a pop star. Right. That's how pop star move. That's why the baby was on stage for the majority of the Grammys. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with that. But that's just what business is, especially this music industry that we are in. We're looking at the winners of these awards. I just. Uh... Bro, I watched her get robbed of a Grammy by somebody that they said was a newcomer that had been out for two years. Yeah, the shit don't make no fucking sense. Wait, I'm one? sick of the sympathy votes, bro. I'm sick of the sympathy <laughs> votes, bro. Wait, it wasn't award no that's shame. What I'm saying. It wasn't no shame. It wasn't a sympathy vote. It was they paid, bro. It's, it is what it is. Well, what what, what are, we, are we talking um, about? Oh my god! Yeah, beautiful, I wish. Do I know that song? That girl won over her. What song? Find it. Oh I need no! To know. Correction, correction. It's gonna make it worse. She beat SZA that year for a Grammy. Oh, she this beat is out SZA. I'm like, what year is he talking about? She beat out SZA for the year that um. Oh man, what soundtrack it just came out? Black Panther soundtrack it just came out. Oh, okay. And SZA was snapping that whole year. <laughs> But they, she beat her for new artists when SZA was clearly the best new artist. Okay. Who beat her? I don't remember the girl's name. He just name. sang oh. the song, but I don't know what song it is. When he said her at the... Are you talking about Alessia Cara? Is that her name? That fucking yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes, that's Alessia Cara. I, I remember. came out three years ago. Tight. And where's she been? And where the and fuck have you been, Alessia? I, you hey. still here? Are you still here? I, hey, didn't she have another ju- club song? Weed? She had a club song. Yeah, judging song niggas that smoking yeah. weed. Yeah, it was that. She had one club song. It was the... Oh, I can't uh, remember what it was. That something was about fired. the clock is ticking. Yeah, that's what it was. I got a piece I'm of I'm like, bro, how do you beat sis? What? Whatever. Anyhow. You know, the Grammys are... That's our rant for yeah. the Grammys. <laughs> I ain't mean to go that far. We, we've been here. You think we've been here long enough? Yeah, I think so. I think it's been long enough. You know what I'm saying? I think we got enough material. I can fuck around, chop it up, you know, chop some shit up, get a good episode out of this. You know what I mean? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Listen, Press it's up. been fucking great having my fucking, one of my best friends on today. Um, this is where we drop all our plugs, so please let the people know where they can find you. Oh, cool, you hear me? 
I haven't done this in a while. So, okay, so I'm on Instagram Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> at Frankie is Box Guy and the photography Instagram is underscore Box Guy. Twitter is Frankie Auravera and I think that's about it. Floors. Yeah. Wow. I need to change that name. So. You already know what time it is. It's every little 217217. That's right. Say my shit and you make sure that you say it every night. <laughs> then when you tuck your kids into night, make sure to tuck them tight. Because I might kidnap and come for that ransom bit. I might. <laughs> every week. Every week. I think we're going to make it through. <sighs> Floors. See, I didn't do it in the beginning. He thought he was going to get away with it, but I come back every day with it. Flourish. Uh, and it's your boy, Duce Jones, at OBTC underscore pro. Uh, Duce actually has another page. Uh, it's, uh, D-O-P-A, odd, bless, trill, classy. Um, don't forget the underscore. And catch us. On all your DSPs. We'll be there. Salutations for being here this week. If you made it this far through the episode, special thanks to you for fucking with us. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, smoke pot, eat twat, smile a lot. Um, twat is not specifically twat you know that's you, you hear what you like baby that's all i'm saying um and yeah yes, nigga. yeah that's that's it bitch ass nigga stay great stay blessed uh come back to us next week we don't know what we got planned we winging shit you never know we might pop up with a new guest next week we might pop up with no guest next week we might pop up and put in your house next week look i'm excited there's a lot of shit going on i'm i'm excited i'm no i'm bullshitting right now i'm trying to be the calm cool guy on the show from the calm yeah he's world. the calm cool collective guy and i'm the fucking wild firecracker he can be all that i'm gonna be smacked every episode no i'm on my businessman now i'm gonna come in here looking snazzy like i did today from now on, because I gotta represent the brand, you feel me? So, this, no, nigga, no get your plugs. feet out my fucking face. It's not a plug, <laughs> This is as comfy as I'm getting. You smell me? Oh man, he can do that. Skies out, thighs out. I got a brand to build and represent. Oh, that's that's. He said he's got a brand to build and represent. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> that is perfectly fine. I want to thank y'all for your time. Love y'all. Bye. Adios.